suits in. The outer room was set up like a living room or sitting room, complete with plush armchair and sofa, and a small sidebar with decanters for various types of liquor. The furnishings were maroon and gold, very rich feeling. He approved of his new digs, which was important, because he planned to be there for a while. He'd learned the word digs from a Brit he played poker against in Chicago. He liked it, but never said it out loud to anyone. After a bath, he put on a clean black suit, a boiled white shirt, and a black string tie. He did not wear jewelry, probably never would, no matter how much money he had. He looked at gamblers who wore diamond cufflinks and stick pins, and thought they were too flashy, like tin horns. The last thing he put on was his flat-crowned black hat with a silver band and three-and-a-half-inch brim. He was ready to check out the White Elephant Saloon. Luke Short was the new one-third owner of the White Elephant. His partner, Bill Ward, had been determined to change the image of the White Elephant to hopefully bring in some big-name gamblers. For that, he needed a partner who knew some big-name gamblers. When he met Luke Short, he was sure he'd found his man. Short's first move was to change the physical image of the saloon. He had the public area decorated with fancy rosewood and mahogany fixtures that he had brought in from back east. He also brought in something that became known as the Luke Short Bar. It was mahogany, made in three pieces, and covered most of one wall of the saloon. He added onyx and crystal to the decor, immediately giving the place a touch of class. The last thing he did was to introduce the game of Kino to Fort Worth, which caught fire and added substantially to the saloon's profit margin. Little Luke had placed his personal stamp on the white elephant, and, just as Bill Ward had hoped, the big-name gamblers began to come. Chapter 2 Butler was impressed with the white elephant saloon as soon as he entered. It was easily the largest gaming hall he'd ever been in, and it apparently had some other private rooms where, more than likely, its high-stakes games took place. Butler had heard that famed gambler Luke Short was now part owner of the White Elephant. He knew that Short was good friends with both Bat Masterson and Wyatt Earp, two legendary lawmen and gamblers, who had become his friends over the past couple of years. Both of those men admitted that Luke Short was probably a better man with a deck of cards than either of them was. Butler was looking forward to meeting the man he'd heard so much about. He approached the vast bar and easily found a place for himself, even though the saloon was buzzing with activity. He ordered a beer, and when it came, the mug was frosty, almost too cold to pick up. "'Is this place always this busy?' he asked the bartender. 
You ain't never been in here before, have you? The man asked. No, Butler said. I just got to town. The answer is yes, the bartender said. It is always this busy in here. I heard you have private rooms. We've got lots of rooms, the man said. The owners live upstairs, and Mr. Short has a special room for high-stakes poker games. Ah, Ty Butler said. That's the one I'm interested in. I thought you had the look of a gambler when you walked in, the bartender said. But people only get to play in that game by invitation. And how do I get invited? Do you know Mr. Short? No, but what's your name? Butler. The man shook his head. I don't know the name, he said. So you ain't famous. No.